Welcome to Tech Stage, where we will highlight exciting technology and the innovators behind it. Are you one of those innovators? Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Tech Stage, the number one. Welcome to Tech Stage. I'm Eric, and joining me on this episode is Harrison Barron, president of Growth Generators, a tech company that has been growing online communities and entrepreneurs for the last several years. We'll be discussing concepts of business growth through digital marketing, and hopefully we'll get to hear a little bit about the services and solutions that his company provides. Harrison, welcome to Tech Stage. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? Hey, I'm pretty good, man. It's 2021. We made it, and um, I'm, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> we did make it. We made it through 2020. The an interesting year uh, for, for most, prosperous year for some, and a terrible year for others. But look, you know what? We made it through with mostly everybody with us. So I'll take it. Hey, you know what? Uh, that's all we can do is take it. And I think we're getting better at it. So that's all good, man. Just for our listeners, where are you calling in from today? So uh, I'm now in North Carolina. I jetted out of New York, originally based on Long Island, and our team works remotely. So ironically enough, everybody's still, you know, for the most part is on Long Island. We have one guy in Texas. and uh, But it was just, you know, it was for me, I'm not a cold person. I, I didn't want to deal with the cold. I had no interest in, in the cold. So I was like, you know what? Uh, and the crazy part is like New York is so outrageously expensive. So it's, it's like, it's a no brainer. So, you know, for me. And, and, and you're in that tech space. And one of the goals of most techies is to create no brainer solutions. Right. So, yeah, um, I like that transition. That was good. <laughs> hey, hey, let's speak into that. Let's talk about what you got going on, man. I, I was excited to get a chance to talk to you, to learn more about digital marketing from your perspective, because more and more entrepreneurs are trying to figure out a way to become successful virtually, right? Sure. Just get started. I like to talk about just the, the terminology behind it, because, you know, there's always a chance of getting misconceptions with, you know, what is branding? What is marketing? What is advertising? And things like that. When you talk about digital marketing, what does that entail from your perspective? Yeah. So I, I guess to back it up even further is is the, the first step is is really to figure out the lifestyle you want to live. The brand, people think that brand means something. And I know branding specializers are going to freak out right now, but your brand literally means nothing, right? There's a long list of companies out there that have failed, right? And their brand died with that company. The company makes the brand. I'm a firm believer in that. The brand doesn't make the company, right? Like who cares about a check mark? But that is a billion dollar industry, right? Who cares about apples, right? An apple a day will keep the doctor away if you throw it hard enough, right? Like, but but it's a it's a trillion dollar company, right? The Amazon, it's a rainforest, but we look at it as a trillion dollar company, right? Where you can get two day or even same day or in some places two hour or one hour delivery. I think they're working on one hour delivery right now, which is, which is insane to think about, right? But people are so hung up with branding. And what I think more importantly is, is being the business owner and, and for anyone that's listening that is the business owner, you have to think about what you want out of your company. If you go into your business with what can I turn this business into? I think you may end up with a company like Apple. You may come, you know, or Amazon or, you know, Lululemon or what, whatever, whatever brand or, or company you can think of Louis Vuitton. Like who, it doesn't, the, the company doesn't matter. What you do actually really doesn't matter, but it's what you want to get out of it, right? What are you passionate about? And people think 
like, oh, I have to be, you know, oh, I'm the next software development. I want to make the next Outlook. I want to be the next Microsoft. It's like you're 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 literally you're playing a game of golf, but the only hole you're going after is the 18th hole, and there's no course, there's no nothing. You're hitting, you know, you're hitting a a, a hole that's that's the size of a solo cup here from miles away with zero direction, right? And and I think you have to go into it thinking about like, and, and I'm not like a huge golfie, but like, think about it. Like every single hole is another step in your business. So the first couple of holes you're, you're shaking off the rust. You're kind of learning the game, especially if you're new to it. And you have to think about the entire time you're going through that whole thing. Well, are you the kind of person that wants a cart to go down? Do you want the nicest clubs are you looking to play the game because you want an easier lifestyle? Are you looking to play the game because you want to be the best, right? Money comes like money isn't important, but, but you have to think about what you want. And then as you progress through the holes, right, to get to the 18th hole, the 18th hole in theory is actually not going to be your best hole. Realistically, your best hole is going to be anywhere between hole nine and really like hole like 16 ish because your body is warmed up. You've gotten in the motions of things and you're not tired yet. And I, I think when you look at it that way, and, and I'm just using this as golf, but this really relates to so many other things. So when you look at it like, okay, hole, for me, when I first started, right, I didn't know anything about digital marketing. So holes one, two, and three were all about learning, right? And I mean, figuring out what club to pick, figuring out how to walk through the hole. Where can I drive my cart if I have a cart? Like all these different things. And now that I'm in holes, you know, three through 10, Right now, we're building that muscle memory. We're figuring it out and things like that. And we're really steering on where we want to go. And then ultimately, when you figure out those things, that's when you can actually get good in that hole four all the way up to hole, you know, 16-ish is, is really like the perfection and, and kind of getting into the habits of it. Yeah. So, and I like that you mentioned that you really need to figure out the passion. Is what you're doing sustainable, right? Sure. Are, are you on a trajectory where... You can deliver some products and services in a fashion that you know you can consistently repeat, right? With the resources that you have. <laughs> Let's say I figured out where my passion is. I have a pretty good idea of the lifestyle I want to live. And I think I've got a sustainable workflow as far as the resources of the number of people on my team and everything. But I know that I can do more, right? So sure. what are some things that I can engage to expand our presence online and attract more clients. What are some services that you would recommend? Yeah. So, so the first thing is, is, is figure out what you're good at and figure out what your team is good at. Um, believe it or not, I tell people most of the time, like you should probably try to get your team to do what we do first before we actually, before you hire us. Um, and I say that because a lot of times, one, it's going to be cheaper and, and I'm very much so in favor of saving money and not spending money where, where you don't need to spend it. But like, so many people don't realize that 90% of what we do is actually content creation and that's videos and blogs, specifically blogs, because it's hard for us to be your brand as far as like videos. Um, but so many people have these teams of 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, a hundred employees, and they've never asked them to write a single piece of literature, a knowledge-based article, um, a blog, how they help people, who they've helped, why they help people, why they like their jobs, anything like that. They've never written any of that. And, that is literally the, the essence of, of SEO is getting found online. So every company, right, has to solve a problem. It doesn't matter what that problem is. If you're not solving a problem, 
you're probably not in business. So what problems are you solving? So for us, we're solving digital exposure, right? Like a lot of companies are, are starving for digital exposure and they're not taking the right necessary steps for that. So because of this, going to your employees and saying, hey, you know, what problems did you solve today? And can you write an article about that? Can you write a thousand to 2000 words on that? Now, the vast majority of the time, the CEO either doesn't ask, doesn't require it or anything like that. But the companies that are really self-sustaining will have actually their employees do that. And I'm not saying don't hire us because we love working with people. But a majority of the time, they haven't even taken the first necessary steps to ask their employees to say, hey, would you be willing to write an article? Or can you write an article about who you helped or how you helped them or the questions they asked and you were able to answer? But after that, that's a good time to get a digital marketer involved. Now, we are very much so uh, a nutritionist. We are not a doctor. You go to the doctor when you're sick, right? You go to the doctor when you have a serious injury. Chances are pretty good that if your company is already spiraling down, we're not the company to go to. And most digital marketers aren't the company to go to to say, hey, I need you to um, make me a ton of money right now. Like that's never the case. And anybody that sells that idea differently is is probably unethical because there is no digital marketer out there that can say, hey, I'll do a total 180 on your business. If you're losing money every day on your business, right, you probably have a major problem that you need to internally look at. So either that's hiring a consultant going through your books, figuring out what people are doing, ch checking their time, right? Deploying the right technology to see who's working, uh, deploying my friend Noah's uh, software. It's called Ripple, where you can actually go out and survey your employees anonymously and see who's actually not working and ask them like, hey, who do you think is not picking up the slack? Who do you think's going above and beyond and rewarding those people that are going above and beyond? And, you know, hey, we're, we have a new position opened up or, you know, we're looking to hire a new manager. Who do you think would be the best fit for that industry, you know, that position? And most of the time your employees, because they're the, the heartbeat of your business, are going to tell you those things. And that's where digital marketing agencies thrive. When you have income coming in and you know which course of action you want to go, like we specialize in SEO. We specialize in getting you found on Google and driving tons and tons of clicks to your websites. Most of the time when somebody works with us for a year or two, depending on the you know complexity and the competitiveness of the, the industry, we're either doubling to 10xing plus their traffic every year after year. We, we're very, very good at that. Are we the best at Facebook ads? No, we're definitely not, but we're pretty good. Are we the best with Google ads? No, we're pretty good though. We're, we're definitely not the best. Are we the best at SEO? No, but we're very good at SEO. I don't think that there's anybody that's like, you know, the, the, the top tier, but I would definitely say, you know, on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, we're at a nine. There's, I'm, I'm very confident in that we, you know, between seminars and things like that, that we've been on, we are literally hitting the marks every single time. And we are riding on these giant coattails of, of some of the heaviest hitters. You're not going to see results right away. You're going to see results in three, six, nine months, one year, two years down the road. For digital marketers that do Facebook ads, it's the exact opposite. It's easy to scale them, but Apple's making the new change. So is that going to impact your Facebook ads? Probably, right? All things to take into consideration. Same thing with Google, right? Your ads may be super effective today, but they might not be that effective tomorrow where chances are pretty good. Nobody's ever going to stop Googling anything where we're going to help you, you know, thrive. So it might be for some businesses getting a mixture of two or three different companies in the mix to say, hey, I want you to help us grow. You just have to know what to expect out of every single one of them. And then from there, that's when you can make your educated decisions to say, hey, 
I, I I've seen my nutritionist. This is this is the route that we're gonna go down, and we're gonna give it a solid year or two effort. And and that's when you actually have success in digital marketing. That was a lot. You know, I think it's it's good to keep in mind if if you are that entrepreneur, there is no overnight magical cure for no, some of your problems never. because it can take. And, and, and I'm an analyst by trade and, and, you know, it can take a while to just get a good understanding of the symptoms that you have. Many people think that you can come in and see the problems. Now, first of all, let's, let's talk about what you're experiencing. And, and at the end of this engagement, hopefully we can put you on the right trajectory. And like you said, it's a growth, right? You may grow every night, but you don't reach your final growth measurement overnight. Right. So it takes some time. And sometimes you know, firms like yours will show you things that you didn't see, <laughs> you know, sure. you, you, you may end up getting bad news, uh, but it, it's nothing wrong with bad news as long as you get it in time. When you have these, these companies and I've seen them a thousand times, man, uh, fly by night, they promise everything. And typically if people engage us, even it's, yeah, I had, I had somebody that was working on it, but I can't, you can't find them. You can't reach them or you can't modify what they did. So sure. how would your company, uh, address that perspective of companies that have been burned by previous experiences, you know, with that tech yeah. partnership. Uh, we sadly, we run into it a lot. Um, we, we definitely run into it a lot. And, and there's look, you know, we, we were working with a company um, just until recently and they're, you know, their marketing company for, for about a year and they, they got the growth that they were looking for. And they were working with another company for, for a year and change prior to us. And they spent this, you know, ex exorbitant tens of thousands of dollars on a website and this full-blown marketing package, right? And the cool part is, is like I went back into Google Search Console and like when I see their online growth, I mean, it was when I say flatline, I mean, it was literally a flatline. Um, no growth, no nothing. And they've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, right? So for us to go in and, and say, hey, look, this is the value we actually can provide and, and the results that we provide and all that kind of stuff and and conversions and funnels and all that kind of you know jargon and and really what we do and and helping companies make money the only way that we could battle that is, is case studies right like hey you know at, for the people that we've worked with you know as far as digital marketing and, and seo and building their online presence i, I can confidently say we've had a hundred percent success rate now what does success look like for us compared to somebody else well for us look we say that we're going to grow your digital marketing presence you know, I, I, I know that every company we've touched as far as digital marketing and really sunk our teeth into SEO, we've at least doubled their traffic. So that is a huge badge of honor that I wear very proudly. And some people have had explosive growth uh, versus others who have had, you know, doubling traffic is still not a bad thing because if you're getting 100 clicks to, to 200 clicks, it's still a substantial amount of opportunities coming your way. The business owner still has to have everything in place to be able to manage that new traffic, right? And be able to scale up to provide the services at a faster rate, right? Or a higher rate. Yep. We've worked with companies that they've just hired us. Hey, we just want you to grow our growth, right? And we've made relentless suggestions to, hey, you need to, you know, that's fine. We will grow your your brand online. And, it, you know, and they've specifically told us like, do not touch our sales stuff, right? Like, no, do not get involved in our sales program. Do not get involved in our conversion pages or anything like that. We just specifically want to hire you to grow. Fine, like whatever. Wow. And then they look at us and they're like, well, why are we not getting more leads? I'm like, well, you have major problems. Like we have software that literally will show us where you're, you're lacking. So 
through heat maps and things like that and what buttons are being clicked and how many people are making it all the way down the page. And like, there, there's, there's really a slew of reasons, but we've also had companies where we've increased their traffic, their sales pieces and things like that. And they've gotten a lot more opportunities and they haven't closed any of those opportunities. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's not a reflection of us. That's a reflection of your salespeople, not having a sales process. So for us, right. There, there's, there's so many kind of things that need to happen almost as far as like a perfect storm, just because we could bring you leads doesn't mean you're going to get sales. So if your product sucks, right, I could bring you a million clicks a year, right? Or, or even a, mo- a million clicks a month. But if your product sucks, the virality of your product being bad is going to go much further than anything we can ever produce. We, there's, there's just no way that we can get, you know, between YouTube videos, between other people writing reviews about it on Google and things like that. Um, that's super difficult. The other thing too, is like, you have to remember there are for every one product, there's hundreds of competitors. It's just about proving that you provide a really good product and maintaining your customers and making sure that they're happy, that they're going to come back time and time again for the product that you sell and that everything you put your name on is a good quality product. I love it. How important is the CRM part of that with and, and managing oh your email and, and, and those leads that you get from your company, you know, uh, what, what do I do next? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think there should be realistically three softwares every single company has. Number one, CRM. If you are running a company without a CRM, you are literally... When I, I can't even say missing the boat because it's not even like the boat was on the horizon. You are so far gone at that point if you're, you're running a business. And I see it all the time. Like people are like, oh, yeah, I, I run a business and well, I'm making six figures a year. Well, well, that's cool. But isn't seven figures way cooler? Like imagine if you can keep track of all your customers and see if they open your emails and see what offers they accept and see when they're interacting with your website. And I'm just I use HubSpot. I love HubSpot. We are a HubSpot partner whatever CRM you use, like just use the CRM. If you don't have anything in place, mold yourself, force yourself to get in this habit of using the CRM. You, your company, if your company and you, and if you use it correctly, you have to use it correctly. If your company doesn't grow by 20 to 40% after your first year of using a CRM correctly, I mean, sending out emails, email nurturing workflows, all that kind of stuff. If it doesn't, I will literally go in, do an audit of your business and do digital marketing free for a year. Like that is how important a CRM is. I, I literally cannot stress that enough. And if anybody's like, oh, I've used a CRM for a year and, you know, come talk to me. And if you actually used it correctly, I will do your digital marketing for free for a year up to a thousand dollar budget. Um, I, I'm willing to make that claim because they are literally that powerful. Number two, you need a good project management platform. Every company does projects. I don't care what business you're in. I don't care if you're selling iPhone cables, right? Like I, I could care less what you're selling, but you need to know at what stage they're at, where they're in the process of being made and things like that. We use, a, we use a software that's pretty new on the market right now called ClickUp. It works phenomenally well, like sickeningly well. It blows Basecamp and Trello and, and so many of these other brands out of the water and they're progressively making it better. Uh, their claim to fame is you will get an, one extra day of work per week out of them. And I, that could not be more true. That software alone has made us probably 50% more profitable. No doubt about it. Um, and, and knowing where things are. So if a customer does call me and says, hey, where's my stuff? I can go in, look at who's working on it, when they're working on it, how long they've spent on it, and all that kind of stuff, and where they're at in the process. 
and between that and the CRM and them working together seamlessly is like heaven. It just, it just works so well. And it, those two have literally transformed our business. And third is your financials. You got to get your financials straight. I don't care if you use QuickBooks. I don't care if you use zero. I don't care if you use whatever, whatever financial management software you use to be able to accept payments, run payments, look at your billing statements and all that kind of stuff and manage your money in one location. Like I said, I could care less what one you use, but you need to use one because if you're running your whole business on cash and I say, how much money do you have for marketing? And they say, I don't have any money for marketing. And I say, how much money did you make last year? And they say, I made $100,000. There is something massively wrong if you made a hundred grand and you're, you have no money for marketing. So there's money either leaking out of the system or your Excel document or your, you know, your yellow notepad is failing you tremendously. Those three are without a doubt the single most important pieces of software in your business. Everything else is, is extra, but those three are literally, you cannot run a successful business without those three. I, I think of those three categories as utilities, right? You know, you, you, when you have a house, you got to have that water paid. You got to, the utilities are light. Gotta. You know, I'm, I'm just laughing there because, you know, we set this meeting up on HubSpot. I'm a HubSpot guy. Sure. <laughs> and I've got a ClickUp account. You know, I got all these deals on AppSumo, man. I'm just... Um, I love and, AppSumo. And Is that where oh, you yeah. got up? AppSumo? Yeah, I, I think actually oh, I did. Yes, I missed it. Oh, I, I, I did. Oh my gosh. AppSumo is um, dangerous though. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous it it is. I'm but... on it right now. I'm looking at like six different softwares. I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> Every single day, it's like another 70 to 80 It's addictive, right? Like, God damn it's, it. a, it's addictive. Uh, the one cool thing about that marketplace, and I think that's a good topic to include here too, is that you got to get the right tools you know, find some sources that will offer a variety of tools for that entrepreneur. And by looking for the tools, you may find other experts that can offer the services, right? Mm -hmm. So it's one thing to have the tools without having the guidance or the expertise, it's not going to help you much and vice versa. So how do you see this set of tools becoming more simplified or more complicated over the next few years? So... Uh, I think software companies have a major struggle because there is the most profitable systems are typically very complicated, right? If you look at, let's just take a company like Walmart, right? Think of how much data and the internal systems and the, the mathematicians and the, the data scientists in their companies had to go through, right? The complications of that by analyzing huge subsets of data and between weather conditions and things like that to find out that Walmart sells more Pop-Tarts to areas that are about to get hit by a hurricane than any other time, right? Strawberry Pop-Tarts to be specific. Um, like to know that is an incredibly complex amount of data that somebody had to comb through. But the CEO and the key decision makers don't want the complicated part. So software companies have this challenge of allowing you to make these ridiculously complex things, but making it simple enough that Joe Schmo can do it, right? Because if Joe Schmo can't do it, then that probably drastically limits the amount of people that can buy their product. So that's definitely a challenge for them. For us, you know, I love complexity. I love the data that you can get out of out of HubSpot and saying like, hey, we put them in this workflow because they downloaded this book and they went here and they did this and they did this. And like really going down that whole thing, that's tremendous for us marketers. 
but the person paying us could care less as long as we could show them the result of saying, this is what you paid for. This is what you got. This is where we're at in the process. And this is what the future looks like. Like they want that, but yet ours whole machine is like this elaborate beast of automations and things like that. The other thing to keep in mind too, is 98% of online sales were made through automation. Only 2% of online sales were actually made from physically sending out emails or trying to get people to buy something through lives and other things. The, the, the other 98% were all done through automation. So that's automated emails, workbooks, you know, your lead capture, you know, your lead magnets, and all that kind of stuff going through an automation and workflow. That is what sold. That's a tremendous difference. And so that's where you're turning data into insight and helping you make the right decisions, right? We, when we can go on and on and talk about some of the tools and I, I simplify it like this. I say, hey, you can give me the best set of utensils in the kitchen, best, you know, appliances. I can't cook a meal, <laughs> you sure. know, so yep. I, I'm going to need to get some type of guidance or expertise or lessons or uh, workflow from someone who's skilled at using them. And sure. usually the best folks are skilled at, you know, not having the fancier tools and <laughs> being able to come and still accomplish what you need to get done. So I guess the point I make is, you know, the tools are great, but you got to have that that insight and that expertise. The data sits somewhere in between there. And um, if you're really serious about being successful, which speaks to your initial question, where, where do you want? <laughs> what lifestyle do you want? Yep. Um, you you got to put yourself on a plan. You don't have to get it all today or get it overnight, but at least create that world the roadmap, whether you're using Trello or ClickUp or whatever and say, look, yeah, you got these have are things that we, we've been told that we need to do. These are the things that I think we could accomplish this quarter versus next quarter and things like that. And try to see if you can engage with somebody that's willing to partner with you. That's going to treat me more like a client versus a customer, right? And build that relationship. And, and I think you're on, on your way. The cool thing I like about this discussion and the points that you're making is that it's timeless. It, it doesn't matter as much what the technology is. You, you mentioned that you need to start doing these things, regardless of the tools specifically that you use. These are the things that you need to, to, to be involved with, right? To obtain some level of success in the long term. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, uh, like I said, I specialize in SEO. We're really good at regular marketing um, and my main business growth generators. Um, and like, I teach LinkedIn. Like, I can't tell you how many times people are like, I need more sales. I'm like, well, are you using LinkedIn? No. It's like, guy, <laughs> like, what are you thinking? Like, it just, it, I can't, I, it always comes back to the same thing. Like, figure out what the lifestyle you want. If you want to be the bottom tier salesperson, like, that's fine. Like, you can be the bottom tier salesperson. But if you want to be the top dog, like, you need to go, re you know, any company that's growing is reinvesting their money, is reinvesting their time, reinvesting their energy, My, myself included. I, I can't tell you how much money we made last year. And literally we sank probably about 85 to 90% of our profits back into the business to grow content the whole nine, right? So think about what you want and, and then go get it. Figure out, you know, if, if it's making more sales and you're the B2B space, go to LinkedIn. I have a whole training course on LinkedIn, shameless plug, uh, harrisonbaron.com. But like so many people are like, I can't make more sales. Yeah, it, it, if you have exhausted every single option, right? then I, you're, you're doing something wrong because that means you suck at everything and you probably shouldn't be in sales. If, if you're like, hey, I want to grow my business and I'm willing to put in the work and time and energy and effort, you don't need to hire a digital marketer. You don't need to hire myself. You don't need to hire your friend. You don't need to hire anybody. You could do most of the stuff yourself. There's a million resources online. Just go find the one that works for you 
and, and chase that down and, and begin to implement it. And the moment you do, that's when your company is going to change. But you have to think about lifestyle design for yourself and lifestyle design for your company. We got to get you back uh, on the show to talk about LinkedIn at some point. I, w- I would love to kind of dive into that a little deeper. But I think the, the point is there's several uh, different areas and spaces out there, but there's really a small number of things you need to be doing. And you need to make sure that you're partnering with someone who does it well that can help set you on the proper path to enjoy the revenue that you need to live that lifestyle that you want, man. Hey, so Harrison Barron, Growth Generators. Thanks, man. It's it's been real, man. It's been a pleasure, man. I, I appreciate you talking to us a few minutes here on Tech Stage. And we definitely gotta have you back. Give me give me that uh YouTube channel again. Yeah, man. So uh, I have two YouTube channels. So uh, my personal one is uh, The Money Entrepreneur, Harrison Barron. Uh, I'm constantly talking about small business advice. So if you're a small business and you're looking to just kind of dip your toes in, definitely go check it out. I actually just posted the last video, which is uh, five side hustles to start for under 50 bucks. And a lot of these can re- can equate to massive amounts of revenue over time. And then the other one is just the the company YouTube channel, which is Growth Generators, where we're constantly just putting out. It's all how to generate digital marketing growth traffic, sales, conversions, funnels, and we're, we're putting out, we're trying to do at least one or two videos a week. I love it. I love it. I'm Eric Tucker. He's Harrison Barron with Growth Generators. You've been listening to Tech Stage. Hey, have a good one. We look Thanks, forward man. to seeing you soon.